what is going on with the Airbnb market? Bro, I think it's crashing. I think it's burning. It's Everyone, done. No one's making money. Nobody, including yeah, myself, yeah. bro. Like, I'm here because I need to make some money. Yeah, like, you have Air- any job openings, dude? No. Airbnb <laughs> arbitrage is done. He said no. Everyone's like 75% down on their revenue. Like, yeah. what is going on right now? I mean, I don't know about everybody else, honestly, but, you know, I'm not losing that much money. Okay. You know, I don't know if people are just not doing it right or oh. what the deal is, but, um, you know, our students and pro hosts are, you know, a lot of them obviously are adjusting. A lot of them are just getting started as well. Yeah. But we have people that are like 100% booked some months. Mm. You know, the strategy is... I guess I won't give the strategy right now. Stick a little longer. But yeah. the idea is that you need to really pay attention to price strategy, number one, right? And then mm-hmm. also not just focus on short-term rentals, but also think about midterm rentals. Oh. So, you know, when you put your when you position your listings to cater more so towards midterm rentals, people that are working travelers, travel nurses, yeah. you're able to really tap into a higher occupancy than yeah. if you're just doing, you know, two, three night stays. Mm. So is that what you're doing now? So did you switch from doing short-term rentals to midterm rentals? So I've always had a mixture of both, but putting more emphasis on midterm rentals, right? Mm. So my strategy is to focus on midterm rentals, you know, and fill in the gaps with short-term rentals between Got midterm it. rentals. Interesting. Oh, that's yeah. what you're doing now? So, yeah. okay. Yeah. Were you always doing that? Um, not, I wouldn't say always putting emphasis on it, but now for sure, that's the emphasis. I price strategy with a price strategize, emphasizing that I want short, uh, midterm rentals before short-term rentals. Mm. And then whenever the dates that are not occupied yet come into my two week window, meaning from now to two weeks or three weeks, depending on the lead time for the, for the property, yeah. I start to flash sell those nights so that I can fill in those gaps with with short-term rentals, those two, three nights, or even a week, right? Yeah. Um, that's going to that's gonna be the best, you know, overall idea of the strategy that we're implementing. Okay. So I guess let's slow down really quick. We came in hot. <laughs> to you, what is a midterm rental? Because I thought midterm rental means properties that are listed for 30 days yeah, that's what it or is. more. Okay. Yeah. So you are trying to fill your Airbnbs, midterm rentals, whatever. Yep. First with 30-day blocks. Right. At least. At at least. And then after that, then trying to fill them with short-term rentals in between those big blocks. Exactly. Okay. So I guess my question is, how do you get people to book midterm rentals? Perfect question. Using Airbnb? Yep. Using Airbnb uh, length of stay discounts that you could do within the platform. So I can set a, a discount, say that it's the 30% discount for 30 nights plus, right? Uh-huh. And then that'll basically make it to where it's more favorable to those that are booking 30 days plus. I have also one that's like eight, eight weeks, so a little bit over you mm-hmm. know, a month and so on. So in order for someone to get the best discount that I could offer, they have to book longer term. Yeah. And I have my prices that are further out higher so that it discourages people that are just booking two, three nights. So it won't make sense for someone to book a month out from now if they're only booking for one or two nights mm-hmm. because they're going to be paying a higher premium than what the market is. So all my competitors that are in my area are going to be priced for the market where I'm t- I'm higher than the market because I'm leaving room for my 30 plus night stays to have that discount and then they get the preferred pricing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then after that, whenever it's the dates are getting closer and nothing and things are not getting booked, 
that's when I start competing with the rest of the market, people around me. Because mm-hmm. in essence, what's happening, let's say you're my neighbor, you're a competitor, right? An Airbnb competitor. Okay. You, we have the same exact property, yeah. right? But you're not doing the same price strategy as me. Mm-hmm. When someone is looking to book a property that is um, just for two, three nights, mm-hmm. but it's a month out, they're going to go to you because your pricing is probably at the market value, but I'm above 30% because I have added that 30% extra Mm -hmm. to make it to where it is favorable only for people that are staying longer term. Mm -hmm. So then you'll get booked and then only my property is available now, right? So people around me are are getting these little bookings here and there. And then whenever someone's trying to book consistently for that long, 30 days plus, Mm -hmm. then my property is the only one that's available and it's favorably priced to them because I have the length of stay discount applied. Interesting. So I actually have never heard that, which is crazy. That's what many people, many yeah. hosts that have been hosting for years, they've never heard of that strategy. Yeah. And that's why the Airbnb bust is upon us because number one, they don't strategize f- using that strategy, but also they rely so heavily on like price labs and pricing tools mm-hmm. that it just cripples them. They never took the time to do price strategy. Therefore, they rely solely on the tools that are available to them, which is no knock on them, right? Like yeah. you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's what sets us apart. And that's why I'm not feeling or I have never felt the Airbnb bust. Like I had my biggest months up until that point when it was like when we were during COVID because mm-hmm. everybody was losing their shirt, right? But I had to pivot not only my price strategy, but also the market that I was going to be, you know, catering to. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to just straight up expose you. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many Airbnbs do you have? Currently 18. 18. Yeah. And they're all active. Yeah. Active. Okay. How much do you make a month net from those 18 properties? Net we we fluctuate between 18 grand to 25 grand net. Okay. 18 to 25 in the middle we'll say it's 23, so 23k and you have how many you said? 18. 18. So you average about $1,270 a door. Right. Okay. So now mind you, most of my properties are one bedrooms and studio apartments, Mm. right? And I only get into deals when it's that size. I only get into these type of properties if they're only, if are at least going to net me a thousand bucks. So if it can do a thousand bucks net profit for me, I'm probably going to get the deal. Interesting. Okay. And then from these one bedroom apartments, how much does it normally cost to furnish it again? Furnish it is about three grand. Uh, so you yeah. should technically, after deposits, make your money back in three months or less. Yeah. Okay. Is that 1200 including your rent or mortgage? Twelve hundred? Yeah, those twelve hundred dollars net you make. No, the math door. that you did was net profit. You asked me net profit, right? That's after rents. That's after cleaning mortgages, fees, all of that. After everything. Yeah. Damn. That's not bad. <laughs> I need to get into Airbnb. <laughs> I've been telling you, you dude. Sold me. Damn. <laughs> You're like, oh, here, I'm gonna bust this guy so yeah, wide. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. 